the point after show. He's going savage. Run for your life. And that was a disgraceful performance in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave him the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. Uh, playoffs? What are talking about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. The Point After Show. What can you do? I mean, there's nothing you can do. You can't do anything. There's nothing. We can't do We couldn't throw. We throw an interception. It's just... The Point After Show. The best goddamn fantasy football show in the world. Ready? Let's go. Hey, yo! You're listening to The Point After Show. Thanks for tuning in to our Week 11 Hangover episode. I'm the host with the most fantasy points against Eddie Scarupa. I'm joined alongside by brothers Polly Bag of Walnuts Lipko and Tommy It's a Jeep Thing Lipko. And of course, my week 11 opponent, Cavi the producer, who's about to beat me this week uh, and take away my hopes and dreams for winning any kind of fantasy playoff potential. Um, but we have a lot to talk about fantasy wise. Uh, we got our first glimpse of winter weather this year in, in a couple of these games. A lot of missed field goals, Uh-oh. a lot of wind. What? Um, Speaking of wind, if you guys hear that tonight, uh, we're huddled down in Paul's basement. We're waiting pod- out this, yeah, waiting out this We're podcasting this one in the, uh, in the bunker. It's like Y2K. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, my, my team did shit this week. I don't know about you guys. Uh, what's up? Uh, it's terrible. If you watched our uh, primetime picks tonight, I was talking about going with the Green Bay Packers, but in reality, I only did that. I hedged my bets because I need Jamison Crowder and Jordan Reed to have solid games tonight, so I win this week in our league against our niece, of all people. His fantasy hopes are in dumpster. My team is a dumpster fire. It is awful. I I don't know what kind of hope you're holding on to one week at a time, I guess. At this point, it's just pride. I just want to make sure I make it to playoffs and don't finish in 11, so you can't talk that shit next year. Well, but. in fairness, again, I am I said this last week, I'll say it again, is uh, week by week, I continuously play myself out of playoffs. I started the season 5-1, and since then have lost 4 out of 5. And was that pretty much around the same time as that Odell Beckham trade for Spencer mm. Ware? Tell us how that's working for you. Yeah, that, that has nothing to do with it, really. Still holding on to uh, Spencer Still Ware. holding yeah. on to this. I remember an hour or two ago when we are sitting there me, talking so, about fantasy, he's like... That Spencer Ware trade really didn't work out for me. No, that but now all of a sudden we're on air. He, that, he's that denying, denying, denying. I will never deny the fact that I did say Spencer uh, Ware could be a panic button for some. No. But I never once said it didn't work out. What I did say was that he actually had more points today, Spencer Ware did, than I'm just Odell saying the Beckham. trade. So the, the trade, trade haunted hurt. you. No, haunted how, you. how did it haunt me? Oh, oh, it your, your team's my, anyway, long, my team's in the gutter as well. Yeah. But I'm just... Peeking my head above water a little bit more to be less shitty than Eddie, so I might pull it out. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. No, my, my problems have been um, Jeremy Where Macklin. Do we start? Jeremy <laughs> Macklin has been a disaster for me as my as one of my wide receivers that was supposed to be good. Uh, Mike Evans has not really lived up in the last two to he three had a weeks. Touchdown today? No, he didn't. He had 106 yards, but he didn't have a touchdown. Uh, a couple. He hasn't had targets. a touchdown in I think the last two or three weeks, but um, he's had some juicy matchups, not doing anything. I will say this. I did. Uh, I did tweet this out earlier today as a guy that you, if you had somebody down and you needed a flyer, I started Adam Thielen. 
Yep. Yeah. From Minnesota, uh, um, which worked out very, very nicely for yeah, me. Yeah, he did nice right. TD early. Nice yeah. suggestion yeah. by me a couple weeks ago. So for the first for the first quarter of the game, he worked out fa- like fabulous. But after that, he basically just went back in the locker room and, I don't know, jerked off or hung out with a bunch of chicks or whatever he did. But he didn't play football after that. So, um, and Diggs, yeah. Diggs got shut down. He, yeah, he, of course. That was expected. It we, was we, expected. We definitely yeah. knew that was going to happen in that game. There was a lot of good stuff. Especially that Honey Badger was out this week, so that's that's why I'm saying Adam Thielen had a good game. If Honey Badger was in town, he would have well, yeah. give a f. Yeah, I shut him down. Um, I like. I mean, I, I, got, I, did have, I did have to unfortunately play Tom Brady this week, which. I'm pretty positive. Whenever you see your opponent has Tom Brady on the team, you, you just want to throw up because you know, it does. Shout out to Mazza here. He, Tom Brady put up a, the standard, as he calls it. Uh, you know his Tom Brady thing: 280 yards and four touchdowns. You know he's going to do that every. Tom every Brady. Week. If Tom Brady owners weathered the storm of the early suspension and they're still looking really good, and having him back has got to be only better. I, I don't see how. I mean, I don't know. I. I will say this: If you look at his remaining five games, he he plays some tough defenses coming down the stretch. So we'll see what happens with that. I think it matters because he's Tom Brady. I know. Coached I agree. By Bill I Belichick. Think I don't it's think it's, it's totally the system too. We talk about yeah. this all the time. Bill Belichick is just solid. I love him. I love him. We saw a uh, we saw a bunch of injuries in the uh, Seattle Philadelphia game, right? I think every running back on the rosters, both Brady. rosters besides Rawls. Went down. Ross and Smallwood. Yeah. The only two standing yeah. survivors. Running backs I didn't even know were still on the Eagles roster went down. They said yeah. CJ Procise uh, has a shoulder injury. He he's they're hoping that he comes back sometime this year. He's fine. Hashtag Notre Dame. No, they they just announced that Pete it's Carroll. A scapula. Yeah. You don't need a scapula. Pete Carroll said that. You have another. I don't know where that is. You have another. Yeah. yeah. So the CJ Procise owners out there, um, happy sailing on your one week or two no, weeks like, of fame with him. Like Coach for Savage the Tom, said. for the to- for the Thomas Rawls owners like myself, uh, cha-ching. Toot, toot. Did you hear that? tooting his own horn over there. I am. I'm tooting all the horns of the guys with rolls that were asking, when is his time? It's finally. Well, it's unfortunate that it has to come in the hands of injury. If ProSize can do no, a push-up. No, it isn't. He's a Notre Dame guy. Fuck him. <laughs> if yeah. ProSize can do a push-up, he's fine. That's what John was saying. Uh-huh. That uh, Kristen Michael drop was a good, good yeah, that was look great on that on part. part. Oh, Sorry. yeah, right? That looks my lovely other, uh, right now. My other two leagues, I could say, out of my two out of three leagues, our league is the hardest league. Without a doubt, it's the hardest league. Oh, the way, my the other two league, horrible. my other two leagues, I am dominating. First place in both leagues. Our league just has my number. The fact that we make, I mean, we are realistically what you probably consider one of the more advanced leagues. Ooh. I mean, it's hard as shit. Our league is. There's nothing out of way to wire. We got a 12 man team. We got five on the bench. We got IDP. We have a 50 cap transaction. Oh, I love that. Like that's that's my favorite thing ever. The, the fact that you only get like fifty trans- I I hate it because I, I'm I a transaction guy. I mean, obviously, I'm, I, in, I'm in the bottom barrel. I love the fact know, that it just adds that extra element of how good are you as like almost like an expert league. Our but, waiver wire is such trash that I don't even know how somebody could use that that cap exactly. Besides defenses, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. It's how got, you, unless you're, yeah. yeah. I got Adam. I know they're off today. Yeah, yeah, one week. Who knew? You're good welcome. luck. You're yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um. Yeah. So listen, well, ESPN this week, uh, you and I are playing, aren't we? We are battling. Uh-oh. I think I'm projected to win thanks to your man, Tom Brady. We were just talking about him. Yeah, I still got players to go. Oh, it's you. tough. I think, uh, I think I'm going to get that win. I, how, about the, how about the big play today? Le'Veon Bell. Always oh, a solid start. Yeah. Talking about people, people that weather the storm for them to come back. With Le'Veon Bell with coming back off the suspension... 
he's just an animal. Like, oh, my God. He just does everything. He's, he's catching... You know what? This actually hurts Antonio Brown, I think. He's starting to dip into his, his receptions. Well, I guess the weather nah, was a little crappy he, today. But yeah, this was expected. The weather was... I called it. He was my start yeah. of the week, remember? Yeah, I'm all I right. Called, I, called it on, I called it on Friday show. He's my start of the week. He was... That weather was all... That thing had every a recipe for a Le'Veon Bell type across, of day. Across the league, the weather kind of seemed to be affecting everybody. Yeah, oh. it, there was, it seemed like every time well, it turned a, t- a game on, there was rain. I mean, really, you gotta, there was you a field goal. <laughs> really good day for you gotta, the kickers. you got to parlay the fact that you got to parlay the weather with Big Ben still having a dinged-up leg, a knee. That's never a good sign. You know, he's not going to get full strength into a lot of his throws, which is Antonio Brown's strength getting down the field. I just think that it was it was just meant to be Le'Veon Bell. I expect 100% to Antonio Brown to still be Antonio Brown going forward. I'm just looking at the stat for the Jacksonville-Detroit game. Rushing leader, Chris Ivory, 39 yards. Receiving leader, Chris Ivory, 75 yards. Besides Matthew Stafford throwing for 278, there's not much going on in that game. No. I didn't even... Congrats, didn't Chris look. Ivory. Yeah. yeah. A-Rob. Oh, my God. A-R- 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 15 had another touchdown. I think that's like his, uh, what, third or fourth in a row? Yeah, he's been, on a, he's been on a heater lately. We, yeah, we always talking, uh, talking. I think this is what we have to do. We're like that. Uh, what do they call it? The player, the announcers jinx. The Maddenkers. Yeah, like well, the announcers jinx. Oh, he hasn't missed a field goal in thirty straight games, and then guess what? It's the thirty-first game he's yeah. announcing Vinatieri this. Vinatieri missed the kick. He missed today. it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's what we are. You know, we we say some of these. Oh, they panic on these guys because they're having slump, 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 and then when people actually start panicking on them. That's when they end up starting to put up numbers. We're fantasy kryptonite. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's That's a twist there outside, too. So, uh, yeah. Speaking of Superman and kryptonite, how about uh, how about my boy David Johnson? I've been barking him. He, he had another nuts. big game. He did. You don't have to bark this guy. He was like top three. I barked, yeah. Listen, I barked I him. Barked him. Th- you're talking I about This him. always goes back to you talking about me. you got to have a set of balls. No, 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 no. Now you're talking about I barked number him. one running back in the league, and I, you're talking about you barking I barked him over Ezekiel Elliott. Weeks back when we had a head-to-head, and you win, you win Zeke, which, hey, man, I'll give you all the credit. Zeke, rookie, and looks phenomenal. And as of two weeks ago, I would have been, wow, bending right with you to go, yep, Zeke is the man. But I don't know, man. David Johnson just doesn't he, – he's, he's, he won't the, be denied. Day, that's still not barking him. It's, you're talking about the two best running backs in the league, one and two. And you could switch them any which way, yeah, depending Le'Veon, on matchup. You know, so you don't put Le'Veon Bell in the top three? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. I didn't, we we weren't talking top three. We we're talking top one and two. Yeah, I know. I meant top two, but three came out of my mouth for some dumb reason. Yeah. I don't know why. But no, I'm dumb. dumb Anyways, dumb. we're not panicking on any of these guys. So let's talk about the guys that we are panicking about. Who who are you worried about here? Yeah. Let's get to the Polly's panic button. Him and Cabby are going to talk on some guys who they're not too sure about going forward. Go ahead, Paul. You can take the floor. I chime in with the So my panic button this week is going to start off with an obvious one, and but really it's meant to the owners. So my panic button goes out to all the A.J. Green owners this week. A.J. Green played, what, maybe three snaps this week, caught a pass, and then went down in a heap. Uh, early reports are a torn hamstring pending an MRI. If you're an A.J. Green owner right now, you're in absolute like panic mode. You're in... You're in turmoil you're you're flipping cushions over you're kicking babies you're doing whatever right now it's not looking good you're talking about a guy that has had double digit fantasy points in seven out of nine games more than likely he was the first player off the board on your team potentially the second but i mean realistically he was a first round pick yeah first round pick 
He's averaging 17.5 fantasy points a game as a wide receiver one. You don't replace that. You're not going to go out there and find a guy now at this late in the season. And of all times for this to happen is coming down the stretch with five games to go in your in your league. I don't know what to tell you guys. I think you need to um, you need to panic. You need to uh, maybe get your neighbors. You're not out. panicking on AJ Green. You're panicking on oh, it's, yeah. your fantasy team. You're basically. panicking on your, yeah. You're panicking on your fantasy team. I think it's time to go round up your neighbors. Maybe do a midnight march around the neighborhood type of panic. I think you you know you bring. You bring you bring the whole oh, crew. You bring this whole thing back no, no. together. I think it's just, I think, I don't know where I, you're I, going. I think I think now somebody bought it for Trump. Well, in this day and age, when you're panicking, you just you, you march, right? Isn't that what happens? It's Xanax. You, uh, you march. You you walk by you walk by a Seven Eleven, maybe knock it over. I don't know. But AJ Green owners, I apologize. I'm sorry. You guys are in some big trouble. There's nothing really you're going to be able to do to replace him. I'm panicking on him. Cavi, how about you on yours? All right. Well, there's a theme. Um, to go along with with my panic buttons this week, and uh, we'll stick with uh, hashtag Notre Dame guys. <laughs> I hate to do it, but I'm panicking on a couple of them this season. So uh, I'll jump right in with Is Brian Kelly. One of them. Oh, I'm panicking on all oh, of the yeah. whole Notre Dame, the whole <laughs> university. I'm panicking on as far as that goes. Uh, but, women's uh, basketball team still solid. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how the men's team does too. But uh, is Brian Kelly the twin brother of Chip Kelly? No, no, they don't look alike. I feel like but uh, I like Brian a lot better. Okay. All right, so let's uh, go with our panic button. The first guy we're going to hop into is Kyle Rudolph. Um, he only had two points this week, which is a real disappointment if you had him uh, on your in your roster. Aside from last week, he honestly hasn't even broken double digits since week four, which is atrocious. And in week four, I think he only had like 11 points. So the guy's kind of in a drought. People were hot on him early in the season. He was going, you know, 12 to 18 points a week for the first four weeks. Everybody got hot on him. A lot of people picked him up. I mean, I think he's still a top 15 tight end because the, the chances he gets and just where the ball's going to go on that team. Um, but he doesn't have a lot of good weeks coming up. Uh, Detroit's defense was real high this week. They were they played great. And then he goes into Dallas, so he doesn't have a good road going forward either. So I'm going to hit the panic button on uh, Kyle Rudolph, uh, hashtag Notre Dame guy. Yeah, I don't blame you. Minnesota's defense is in no, some that, trouble. Ever since Sam Bradford got there, he's just not getting love. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he's touchdown dependent. If he doesn't get a touchdown, he's not getting you enough fantasy points to be relevant. Uh, so my second panic button goes out to our hometown fans, Philadelphia Eagles and the Philadelphia Eagle defense. So let me let me... Throw a stat your way, guys. Listen to this. The first six games of the season, the Philadelphia Eagles defense, if you had them as a fantasy defense on your team, averaged 18.5 fantasy points a game. 20 sacks, 12 takeaways. You were living the green gonorrhea gangrene life. Now, gangrene's the Jets, right? You were living, you were flying high with the Eagles on their, as a defense. Let's <laughs> stick with that one. Yeah, we're going with that one. Hopefully, you didn't have gangrene. Cancel the gangrene and the gangrene, yeah. okay? You're invincible. Yeah. Anyway, you might have got, after, after the last four games, though, the gangrene might have actually set in because over the last four games, the Eagles have gone from averaging 18.5 points in the first six to averaging six points over the last four. They've only sacked the quarterback six times in four games and only have four takeaways in four games. If you have the, if you're one of the 84% owners of the Philadelphia Eagles defense, you're probably starting them almost every time. Panic! The Eagles defense is not looking good right now, and it only gets worse as Wentz continues to struggle 
keeping the ball in his side of, in his side of the team. So I'm panicking on the Eagles defense. We don't call out a lot of defenses, but I feel like that one was one. When you go six games and you're on top of the world to the last four and you're under the world. Um, Listen, I, I hate to disagree with you. I, yeah, you I do really love don't, to disagree. I don't do it you that love often. To disagree. But I am going to totally disagree on this one. You're panicking about the Philadelphia's defense. You're talking about the last four weeks, but look at who they played. They played Dallas, who's been putting up a ton of points. They played the Giants, who has an explosive offense. They played Atlanta Falcons, who's putting up a ton of points. And they played Seattle when Russell Wilson's been hot. I would not be worrying about them. Defense are always like that position that you always stream, you always pick up. So who do they have left to play? Well, you look at who they have left to play. Green Bay, Cincinnati, they have Washington coming up. So Washington's been Giants again. Green Bay can light up any team. Unfortunately, their defense doesn't help them, but they can light up any team. But here's the thing I understood. The Giants, who you just said was awesome. Yeah, so they have a tough matchup. You're not panicking on them. Your defenses in 99% of leagues, people always will start defenses based on matchup. If you see that they have an explosive offense on the other end of the ball, you're not going to start the defense. So don't panic on the Philadelphia Eagles. It's one of those things that you stream. You're right. Don't panic on the Eagles. Just drop them. Gabby, over to you. All right. So I'm going to go to another hashtag Notre Dame guy, Will Fuller. Now, Will Fuller. Who? Will Fuller. So now this is tough for me. I'm a big Will Fuller guy. Um, Holding on to him right now because... I actually think he's going to have a great sophomore Because he's a Notre Dame guy? He's a Notre Dame guy, but I also think he's going to have a great sophomore year. Uh, I actually am pretty sure I'm going to franchise him in our league um, because I got him in the 15th round uh, semi-blacked out, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out. <laughs> no, you, realize that, you realize the quarterback that throws in the ball is not going anywhere next year, right? Uh, yeah. they, they might have to. I just want to clarify something for the record. Yeah. It wasn't semi-blacked out. Fully, it was blacked fully, out. Yeah, 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 it was a fully. It was, it was a fully. It was a fully. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fully, fully blacked out. Yeah. 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 So, uh... <laughs> Will Fuller has uh, a nagging, <laughs> nagging. <laughs> has a nagging knee injury uh, that won't go away. Knee, leg. He's missed two games this season, which is really disappointing. Makes it hard to count on him, especially this week. He uh, he's playing the Monday night game, so if that's what you're counting on, you're kind of screwed because he's a game time decision two weeks in a row. Um, played last week. Don't know if he's going to play this week. I actually had to bench him. Um, it's hard to trust. Really, he's got a questionable tag on him all season. He hasn't had over five fantasy points since week four, which is really disappointing, even though he went off for almost 32 weeks before that. Um, and he's not being utilized in special teams anymore like he was. A couple of the good touchdowns you got from early in the season where punt returns, things like that, everybody got hot on him. It's just not happening anymore because he's injury-prone, so they don't want to get him hurt, having him out there doing that. And like Paul said, the quarterback situation is just absolute poopy. So uh, I'm going to have to watch the offseason see maybe – they decided to get away from the Brock Osweiler uh, experiment Romo? or something. But uh, something's got to happen down there. Brock, Brock Osweiler obviously isn't the answer. Will $72 Fuller's million dollars says we'll that he's at least the future, unfortunately. They're not eating that contract. I will pull a card out of Tommy's bag, and I will say this. If you're dependent, if your team this week is dependent on Fuller having a big game, to Cavi's point on Monday... You're in bigger trouble than oh, just listening to uh, what our panic button is. If you even have, if you if he's on your roster at this point, you're in huge trouble because I don't think he's going to play. He's he's brittle, and that's the problem. He's an undersized uh, roster baby. wide receiver. He's really fast, but aside from that, he's not going to get physical with anybody. So that's my second panic button. I'm hitting on uh, my second hashtag Notre Dame guy, Will Fuller, and that. And hashtag our, Notre Dame sucks. And that concludes our uh, our panic buttons this week. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag, Take it away, kid. Hashtag not a Notre Dame fan anymore. <laughs> right. Hashtag uh, Western Michigan. Sorry.
Hashtag no filter. Um, Cavi, you got the what the F next. Coming right, up. Let's do it. Should be about Notre Dame. So what's the big fucking deal? What the fuck are we doing out here? I ask you, what in the fuck are we doing here? What the fuck are we doing? So what's the big fucking deal? What the fuck are we doing out here? I ask you, what in the fuck are we doing here? What the fuck are we doing? Alright guys, it's time for a weekly edition of WTF Man. This week's WTF Man goes out to Alston Jeffrey. Actually, you know what? WTF to Alshon Jeffrey and everyone defending him. Jeffrey's been suspended for four games for using PEDs. Now, let's all agree that he's a cheater. He let down his team, his fans, and in our audience's cases, he let down his fantasy owners. You jerk. His teammates, he himself, his teammates and he himself via Twitter, have blamed everybody else except for him. Enough's enough. Jeffrey's just a selfish asshole. Asshole. WTF, man. WTF. P.S. I own Cameron Meredith, so thank you. And P.S. Tommy owns Jay Cutler, so thank you for helping me beat him last week. Suck it. And P.P.P.S. Zach Miller, like, broke his ankle today, so that made Paul look really wrong with what he said last week. So thank you for that again. And thank you for being the worst, Alshon Jeffrey. WTF, man. WTF. I ain't no beginner, you scared to take it to the head. Yeah, yeah. Don't think about it, be about it. Don't be scared to take it to the head. Yeah, yeah. Alright, this is our head-to-head question where I'm going to ask Tom and Paul, who do you think will be the top, and by top I mean most points for fantasy quarterback rest of season? Who wants to take it first? Paul, you want to go first? No, go ahead. Bro. All right, Tom. It's all in Well, here. let me just lay it out there. I know I'm a Steelers fan, but I'm going to do it. Big Ben. You look at Big Ben and what he has done at home this year. He's averaging 34 fantasy points per week when he plays at home. Coming up, he's got Indy, Giants, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Baltimore, and Cleveland. Three of those games are at home. He's going to put up a ton of fantasy points. You know... Even when he's on the road, he's playing Indy, so I'm not worried about that. I think Steelers, at this point, they're playing for fantasy relevance. They have to win their division to get to the playoffs. If they don't, they're not going to win wild card because there are too many teams ahead of them with the 5-5 five and five record. I think rest of year, Big Ben is your man. You go, you start them, you ride them, take them. I'm going to disagree like I always do with you and your stupid-ass projections i love ben but let's be honest one he's not healthy much like every season he's never healthy but more importantly the last four games of the season leading through playoffs for fantasy purposes he's playing all division games you know how it is in that in the in the dirty afc north they are absolute grimy they play baltimore who has a ridiculously good pass defense Cleveland played them tough today. They'll play them tough again. Cincinnati's they didn't play always tough today. How many points did he score? They didn't play tough. How many it doesn't points matter. Points? Look at the weather. Oh, it's 50 mile an hour. Wind still bad weather. It doesn't matter. They're playing the loves tough. that weather. Listen, Big Ben. Yeah, he loves dumping it off to Le'Veon Bell, who's coming out of the backfield. You have a, 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 a that, running back that's basically has the hands of a receiver, faster than most receivers. Big Ben going forward is going to be the man. Look at the defense, Indy. The, 
worst pass defense in the NFL. You have the Giants, who have 22nd ranked defense in the NFL. Then you have even Cincy, 17th ranked defense. And then again, Cleveland, who have the 27th ranked defenses in the NFL. That's his schedule. And three of those games are at home. And one of the fourth game is an Indy. Like I said, Big Ben, rest of the season, is going to be huge. I don't even know how I can take any recommendation from an idiot that also said that Cutler is going to be a top nine. How'd that, that work oh, out, that's too? That's one, one projection. Yeah, so we're talking, we're talking about Cutler. You can't Cutler. get a quarterback right. Let me, tell you, let me tell you about a quarterback. You tell us. Tell us about a quarterback. I'll tell you about a quarterback. Okay, go ahead. Who do you I have him on my team in Where? two out of three leagues. Where? Who? Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Jeez. Drew Brees will be the quarterback to own best quarterback fantasy worth rest of season. Let's hear Here's it. Here's why. Currently, right now, he's averaging 24.5 points a game, fantasy. He has three of his next five games going through fantasy playoffs at home. Drew Brees is a stud at home, let's be honest. They're, he's probably one of the best quarterbacks to play at home, even better than Big Ben. He plays Tampa Bay two out of the three playoff games. Week 14 and week 16. Dude, you have to make it to week 14 and week 16. Listen, by now, dude, by now if, you have, uh-huh. if you have Drew Brees on your team, you're already probably making playoffs. Let's be honest. I don't believe that. Well, listen, if there's anybody season. out there right now that has Drew Brees on their team and isn't making playoffs, well, you're one of them. let me know so we can put you on the dum-dum segment. You're one of them. I'm, I'm well into playoffs. Are you Maybe. Not, are you even I'm not out? You're not even relevant. I'm, I'm right there. He I'm plays you. He plays the Rams. He plays Detroit, he plays Tampa Bay twice, and he plays Arizona once. The only true test that he has in those five games is Arizona. The Arizona Cardinals in week in week 15, who, yes, they looked good, really, really good this week against Sam Bradford. Woo! They played Sam Bradford, the almighty Sam Bradford. But they also got tore up by Colin Kaepernick two weeks ago for 26 points, shredded by Colin Kaepernick. They play Arizona as their only tough defense for, for Drew Brees. The next five games, best rest of season. Drew Brees, mark it. You are on drugs. God, you smoke too much crack. Yeah, I wish I had crack. Uh, and if you have some, please share. But that's Drew Brees. Yeah, you're picking one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. But I think comparing Big Ben and Drew Brees the rest of the season, Big Ben is definitely going to have a – they're playing for the playoffs. I don't. Are the Saints going to make playoffs this year? Yeah, they're yeah. playing for playoffs too. Uh, this is what's going to happen. Big Ben will have more, 20 more fantasy points than Drew Brees. All right, Tommy Domus here. Here we go. Tell us what he's going to do, Tommy Domus. I'm just telling you. I'm not telling you, Tommy Domus. I'm Are saying. you just making up projections off the top of your head? No, I'm not. I'm thinking There's of the There's no matches. fact behind that. What's what? he averaging year to this year? Who? Big Ben. How many like points said, is he averaging? He's averaging over 20 fantasy points a game. Okay, so Drew Brees is averaging almost 25. Okay, and what's going And he has an easier schedule. No, he doesn't have an easier schedule. You look at Big Ben's schedule. Like I said, three... the. Out of the four games Big Ben played at home this year, he averaged 34 fantasy points. Is a game. it fair to say? And you guys, you guys can answer this question. Good. Is it fair to say that typically the hardest games that any team plays is division games? Division games are they not the hardest? They always step That's, up, no matter how bad your division is. It's the hardest games you play. Division games, and especially division games away, not right. at home. So division games. again, but the Steelers play four the straight division games at, at the end of the at the end of the season. Four. Right? How do they play four division games? They play they play Cincinnati, they play uh, I'm sorry, three. They play Cincinnati, Baltimore, okay, so and Cleveland. Yeah. So three out of Again. the five games are division games, and they're the last three games of the season. Again, look at the ranks in the defense. You have to go Drew by Brees the plays Baltimore is ranked number one. Drew, Ple- Drew they're Brees, number three. Drew Brees yeah, plays two division yeah, games. Cleveland too. They're yeah. ranked. Drew, Drew Brees Actually, has Baltimore two. is number five. 
Drew Brees has one rush defense. We're talking pass defense. Oh. Big Ben. So good one. Drew Brees has two division games left out of his last five, and they're by the same team, again, the Tampa Bay matter. Buccaneers. Who, honest to God, any four of us sitting in here could probably throw for two hundred plus yards on Tampa Bay's defense. I couldn't. Big Ben has right, maybe not four that. of the, the bottom seventeen fantasy teams to uh, pass. So that's Big that's, Ben's gonna be the man. Okay. Well, we'll agree to disagree, as always. All right. Well, who do you guys pick? Rest of season. Ed? Out of those two? <laughs> who is more convincing on that? It doesn't matter convincing. It matters... Yeah, that's that's it. Who's more convincing? convincing? I mean, well, you're a salesman for a living, so you're going to have a better pitch, but it's it's based on <laughs> yeah. stat schedule, not who was more convincing. Saw your wife out of her underwear. Yeah, well, that... See? Because you're still a pig. Ed, who you got? <laughs> um... Sales pitch wise, I have to. No, no, no. Why do I have to? And I'll give him You're going who? Yeah. What are you going with? But I mean, he was getting none of that. He was getting none of that. You picked him. You know Drew Brees is not. He was getting none of that. You picked him though. I know, but no, he's not picking me. He's going. He's going Drew Brees. Cav, who do you have? I'm going Ben Roethlisberger. Got a boy, Cav. Thanks. So we're gonna throw this one to the finish to Twitter. Yeah. Let's throw it to our Twitter followers. Yeah. We'll post it out tomorrow. Tonight, whatever, we'll post it out. You guys decide who's best, better quarterback rest season, Big Ben or Drew Brees. Big Ben. He even said him first. Boom. Vote it. And you can uh, you can send us your we'll, – we'll, we'll tweet it out at Point After Show on our Twitter handle. Or you can get us uh, your answers to our poll question at uh, any of our Twitter handle personals. Uh, mine is at E-S-K-O-R-U-P-A underscore P-A-S. Tom? I'm at T-Lip underscore the P-A-S. And I'm at Paul underscore the PA show. Uh, I'm at ca- at Cavi underscore the PAS. Yeah, so we'll send it out tonight, and uh, you guys can give us your feedback. And much like last head-to-head, my Twitter followers will realize that I'm right. Tommy's Twitter, Tommy's Twitter followers will realize that I'm right. Uh. Because if you look at the poll from last week of the... Most underrated, Larry Fitz ran away with it over Forte, far and away. So thank you, Twitter. And I just want to say this. The only reason that you might win this one is because Drew right. Reeves had a better week than uh, Ben Roethlisberger this week. So people are going to be taking that. He's had a better last three weeks. Yeah, I'm just telling you. Watch. Winner. Well, all right, that was our head-to-head. Let's get into our waiver wire top target segment. Waiver. Waiver. All right, this is our waiver wire segment where me and Tommy give our uh, top targets for the waiver wire this week. I'm going to start us off. There was some injuries we already talked about in the Eagles-Seattle game. My waiver wire ad for this week is going to be Wendell Smallwood. Who? Ryan Matthews, exactly. Ryan Matthews uh, left with an MCL sprain. Darren Sproles had some rib issues going on, uh, and it's not Chili's baby backs either. Uh, Wendell Smallwood is a fat bastard. Wendell Smallwood's owning three percent of the leagues. I'm guessing they're all Eagles fans because who the hell owns Wendell Smallwood Mr. prior to this Wendell, week? Wendell, yeah. Um, he could. He, I mean, he could be the starter next week. Uh, last two weeks, he had 17 carries, uh, including today. He had 17 carries for 118 yards. Um, today, he had four catches for 31 yards out of the backfield. Uh, 14 carries for 50 rush yards today. I think going forward, he's going to be a good uh, good start for for the Eagles. Who? The Eagles. 
A G M D. They need any help they can get right now. So yeah, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna start with uh, my highest percentage owned down to my lowest. I'm gonna go with Tim Hightower. He's 51% owned in fantasy leagues. You look what he's done since that. Uh, that you know they've said down there in New Orleans that he was gonna be splitting a lot more carries. Um, you know he's averaging 13 and a half fantasy points since getting more opportunities down there, splitting a lot of carries and everything like that with uh, Ingram. He's got L.A., the 18th worst defense. Detroit, the 19th worst defense. He's got Tampa Bay, the 25th. Arizona, the 12th. And Tampa Bay again. So if you have him going forward and you're making a run into the playoffs, you pick this guy up, you start him. I don't care if he's splitting time with Ingram. He's still going to get his touches, still going to get his targets, and still going to get his fantasy points. Playoff time, do it before someone else in your league picks him up. You go get yourself Tim Hightower. The, hey, fact, else? the fact that he's only owned in 51% of leagues is astonishing to me. If you're if you're out there and you're in a league that doesn't own him, you're one of those 49%, quit that league because the league's terrible. Oh, he those, should be owned. Those are the leagues that you have 18 fantasy teams, 10-team fantasy yeah, teams. exactly. Those, are, those are the ones that ruin all these numbers for everybody. So, you know... Realistically, if you're looking in the you're deeper in leagues, league, like twelve to fourteen, he's gone. He's probably owned in probably eighty to ninety percent of leagues. So, but hey, man, if he's there, take him. Get him. I love it. And all right, my next guy is extension Corderell Patterson. Last six games, he has three total touchdowns. Two of those are receiving, but today he had that uh, punt return for a touchdown. Uh, six targets per game in his last four. Uh, Double-digit fantasy points in four of the last six. This guy, he's he's a freak of nature. He's just a mental retard, I think. But um, that's not uh, to be taken literally. Well, that was insensitive. That's not yeah, to be Eddie. taken literally. We just lost three viewers. Yeah. Well, oh, sorry about that. They didn't even know they were watching us. He he might be uh, a little bit slow on the field. We've heard that from uh, coaches in the past. But I think he's a good pickup. He's a good start going forward. I'm not even touching that one. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any interest in Patterson. That's just me. If he doesn't run a kickoff back, he's irrelevant. But I like where Eddie's at. Uh, he's talking to the deeper league guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He's only he's only owning five percent right now. Yeah. So I mean, he's he's a deep deep league guy. I disagree. I think he should stay that way. <laughs> My next guy, I'm going with the receiver from Jacksonville. He's six percent owned in fantasy leagues. You know, I we, we spoke about him a few weeks ago. I think all of us had a little something to say, you know, especially we've been talking about Jacksonville a lot. But Marquise Lee, you look over the last three weeks, this guy, he's been averaging over seven targets, 60 yards a game. He had another touchdown today. You know, looking forward, if you're going into the playoffs and you need yourself a wide receiver, there are a couple, two bye weeks left. So pick him up. Marquise Lee, they're going to pass the ball down there. I think... He's the man if you need something. Yeah, I agree with right, Totally, right. I, agree, I agree. I think Marquise Lee is the uh, untold story down there in Jacksonville. I think Hearns has been Mr. Mr. Irrelevant this yeah. year. Uh, if What's Marquise that, 276? Lee, to your point, T, if Marquise Lee is available in your league, be the smart guy in your league and go pick him up and then play him. And look like that guy that just beat your opponent with some other guy that nobody thought would happen. Be the smart guy in the league. I don't think you're the smart guy in the league if you're playing them. Oh, I do. Oh, I do. Receivers, wide receivers. Hey, listen, I, I, I played Adam Thielen today. <laughs> How'd it work? It worked out great. I lost, but not because of him. Okay. Not because of, I lost because Tom Brady. I played him. <laughs> I, I played th- against I think Tom. You, I think the brothers just like it because he's a long-lost relative. 
maybe uh, with the Lee family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah for Donnie, sure. Donnie, uh, Danny. Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, he's he's related, but <laughs> we don't want to do any plugs. Shout out. We love uh, you. CC cleaning. All right, let's go to my last guy. Actually, it's a double combo doggy here. Oh, oh, Eddie and his combo doggy. Yeah. It's like a Texas I'll take runner. everybody uh, on the receiving end of Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. Um, AJ Green, we talked about the hamstring issue. He's out. Bye bye. Both Brandon LaFell and Tyler Boy- Boyd both got uh, eight targets today. Boyd got the touchdown, so he was uh, more fantasy relevant, but not who had them or who had them. Only. Uh, 4% owned, probably less than 0% started him. Uh, but Brandon LaFell's owned in only uh, 11% of the leagues. Tyler Boyd, 4% of the leagues. Um, both these guys, someone's going to have to take A.J. Green's targets. He's going to be out for a while, I believe. Um, I think these guys, they're going to go back and forth as a number one there in uh, Cincy. It's, it's going to be a crapshoot each week, but I think one of these two guys are going to emerge and be the top top receiver so i think the number one target here out of those two i agree with you 100 i think the number one target for me is tyler boyd i think he's got the more athleticism he's the he more was, aj green look like yeah. uh athletic yeah. build and i mean uh, some of those catches yeah. that he made today were were beautiful he's he's all around the better athlete i think lafell might get a couple um you know red zone catches that's probably going to help his value but i think boyd is the more Opportunistic for a number one type of receiver, and even when it, even when Green was there, he's averaging six targets in the last three games. Yeah, so I mean, let's be honest. For here. me, I'm hunting for Tyler Boyd this week. If somebody is going to get him before me, but if I'm spending some fab dollars on him, I'm going big. I'm going thirty plus. Let's bucks. be honest, right? You take away AJ Green from Andy Dalton. What type of quarterback is Andy Dalton? An Alex Smith. He's 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 not that relevant, I don't think. So I, I I it's great. Yeah, there are numbers there to be had with those receivers, but I think end of the day. I think that A.J. Green, without him there, Andy Dalton's not much of a quarterback. The Red Rockets, like a red, yeah, a red firecracker. Oh, well, sure. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that Cincinnati... A red chubber. Cincinnati still struggles at Definitely the run red game. Chubber. They're, they're, Sparkler. I think, yeah. I, think, uh, I think they struggle. At, they don't have a dominant running back, which I think the entire team hurts. struggles. Well, I think it, I think it definitely the entire team struggles. Listen, you you pick a you pick a quarterback in the league and you get rid of their number one wide receiver who is an elite wide receiver, num- top five in the league. I don't care what quarterback you are, you're going to struggle. Big Ben will struggle. You nah. take you take Antonio Brown out of the picture, yeah, and they have no. a running back. Cam if, Newton. Now you might you, you can look at guys Does like Cam Newton have a number Tom one. Brady no. doesn't, Tom Brady doesn't. Tom Brady Benjamin. Tom Brady doesn't need a number one. Drew Brees doesn't need a number one. But I think the rest of the league needs a number one. Uh, look at what Aaron Rodgers struggled without Jordy Nelson last year. They're struggling with him this year, so you yeah, can't Jordy say Nelson's that. You don't solid. need a number. Yeah, that's that's a terrible. Another touchdown this week. Yeah, well, terrible. All right. Well, let's get into our dear diary segment since we uh, already dished out some sentimental information here. Love. Dear Diary, Watching Luke Keekley go down on Thursday was one of the strangest moments of live sports I've ever seen. I was sure his knee just blew up from the Wally Bear crocodile tears he was exhibiting. I assumed a season ender or even a career ender just took place. The next morning, I wake up to see that he's simply under concussion protocol. So after seeing him cry like he just watched the closing scene of Rudy, 
I came to the conclusion. I came to a couple conclusions. Luke has to have had a shitload of concussions. Like so many that when they do his CTE scan, it's going to light up like the Christmas lights at Nayog Park. The only conclusion is that Keekly's brain has been bounced around in his head like a game of Pong so many times that he tells people things smell blue. Wait, now think about that. The NFL won't convince me that this is only his third concussion. You won't convince me that Keekly wouldn't do it all over again. And even after his on the field realization that he's gonna be sucking jello through a straw in 10 years, I don't think he'd do anything different. I don't have an answer for this, but the NFL needs to do better. All right, so, dear diary, why is it that God seems to give nothing to some and everything to others? I reference guys like Derek Jeter and Tom Brady. God could have stopped at the handsome good looks that can help get either of these two guys laid in an Amish barn raising festival. But no, he decided to give both superior athleticism. Tom Brady came out of high school and went to Michigan football. From Michigan, he gets drafted by arguably the best coach to ever coach NFL in history, Belichick. He wins the soul-selling lottery and gets a chance to play in the NFL after being drafted in the sixth round. Tom parlays his good fortune with appearing in six Super Bowls, winning four, two Super Bowl MVPs, an Uggs modeling contract, a hot baby mama in Bridget Monahan, a supermodel wife, money, fame, and A-list celebrity friends. Tom Brady is what happens when you find the magic lamp and the genie gives you a wish and you reply, I want the whole fucking world by the balls. For this, Tom, I hate you. Not just because you kicked my ass this week in fantasy football, but because of all the things I just mentioned. For God's sake, give back, man. Thanks for listening, Diary. P.S. I'm cheating on you with Red Tube. And I just want to say, Tom Brady can give back and will apologize for hating on him, for being just phenomenal at everything. If he could give us a retweet or a follow. So Tom, if for some reason you're bored on a Saturday night listening to this bullshit, just do it. Have Wahlberg and Affleck do it too. See? A-list celebrities. Fuck him. Anyways, dear diary, I'm sick of writing to you. I'm not much of a writer. More of a late night TV watcher staring at nothing. Not much of a speaker either. You know, we all talk during your segment, but... (laughs) Whatever, you know, it's Sorry. Paul. That's typical Paul. Sorry. That's what we live with on a daily. Anyways, dear diary, what the hell is going on with field goal kickers this year? I just don't understand it. A 33-yarder back in the day before it was just an extra point was simply in. It was natural. You didn't think he was ever going to miss it. But this week, we had 11 extra points missed. This has not happened since 1966, and we're wondering if Robbie Gold is going to have a job. The Bears fired him. I still love him. One of the most point score in Chicago history. What the hell are we doing, Roger Goodell? If Nugent made one of his field goals this week, there was a chance, and I bet on the game, and I needed that chance. But unfortunately for him, he let me down by missing two. What the hell is going to happen to me going forward? Am I going to be able to win a bet again, or am I going to lose that shit in overtime on a field goal miss? Please, God help me. Should I still be betting on fantasy football and regular football 
when it's on a kicker's foot from 33 yards just to score the extra point. I need your help. My mortgage depends on it. Dear Diary, Hey, hey, bye, bye, bye. So long and goodbye to my playoff hopes. Uh, well, at least in two of my leagues. I'm blaming all of this on you, Diary. These dumbass bye weeks just crushed my dreams. Julio Jones, Melvin Gordon, Phillip Rivers, all on bye. AJ Green, goodbye. Ah, after that hammy injury today, we talked about him, but I just don't. My, my luck couldn't have gotten worse this week. I'm going to have to brand you with an A and burn your house down. Then shit on the ashes. Just don't talk to me anymore. If you want my respect, I still have two leagues left. Please help me win. Or not, the ball's in your court. Love always. Yo, boy, Eddie. Huh. Riddle me this. Your brake line's broken in your car. Huh. Alright, thanks guys for tuning in to the Point After Show. Uh, we have a Thanksgiving special for you coming out this Wednesday. Since we won't be around, we'll be visiting our families for Thanksgiving Day, which we normally record on. But uh, check us out Wednesday. Look for that uh, podcast. And subscribe to us on iTunes so you get a notification for that podcast. Um, you can also tweet us your sit starts or any kind of questions at Point After Show. Click on our questions button on our website at thepointaftershow.com. And uh, our Twitter handles, we mentioned them before, but my personal Twitter handle is at E-S-K-O-R-U-P-A underscore P-A-S. Tom? I'm at T-Lip underscore the P-A-S. Get at it. And definitely answer my fantasy poll that I have open right now to prove that Big Ben is the better rest of the season quarterback. I am Paul underscore the PA show. I'm Cavi. And my Twitter is at Cavi underscore the PAS. How? The PA show. I know, Brian. Cavi's hitting the scratch hard. Tweet us. We'll answer your questions. There are a lot of uh, other podcasts and people out there that don't answer your no, questions. No, don't tweet us. Send them to the questions. Actually, yeah. Come to our website. Go to the website. question buttons. But if you do want to tweet us and you don't have access to a website for whatever reason that so is. So how do you get the Twitter? <laughs> Duh, <I know. laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, on Twitter only. No, we'll, we'll answer your questions unlike some other people that we know. But um, no, uh, subscribe to us. Ask, ask ask our questions and we'll get back to you. We're also on face, Facebook and Instagram. Peace. If you made it this far, thank you. My president is black, my made back too. And I'll be goddamn if my diamonds ain't blue. My money's dark green and my Porsche's light gray. I'm headed for DC. Anybody feel me? My president is black, my made back too. And I'll be goddamn if my diamonds ain't blue. My money's dark green and my Anybody feel me? My president is black, in fact, he's half white. So even in a racist mind, he's half right. If you have a racist mind, you be aight. The president is black, but his house is all white. Rosa Parks sat so Martin Luther could walk. Martin Luther walked so Barack Obama could run. Barack Obama ran so all the children could fly. So I'ma spread my wings, you can beat me in the sky. I already got my own clothes, already got my own shoes. I was high before Barack, imagine what I'm gon' do. Hello, Miss America, a pretty lady, red, white.
white and blue flag Wave for me, baby Never thought I'd say this shit Baby, I'm good You can keep your puss I don't want no more